Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. At one point, I went to a workshop, and one of the questions was to identify, I think at the time it was supposed to be five to ten of your favorite heroes. The people that they could be imaginary, they could be historical, they could be people in your family, they could be superheroes. And anyway, and so there's a part where I would encourage you to really let this take full effect. Pause this <laughs> and at least think of five to 10 that you're like, I just love that person. And then come back and keep listening. So with this exercise, it was pretty fun, honestly, because anytime you think about who are my five to 10 favorite people, And for me, I was like, I love Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice because she's so smart-alecky and quick-witted and she knows what she wants and she isn't willing to settle. And I think that's fantastic. And so that would have been one of the people that I really liked. You know, I'm sure Jesus was the first because I'm a good Christian, but... And I'm trying not to say that as a... um, (laughs) Like giving the squirrel answer. But the... The point is, it was interesting to go through and say, who are the people that I really admire, but what is it about them that I admire? And one of the char- one of the people at the workshop um, was asked to share who he liked, and he said that he really liked a particular uh, superhero. I think it was Batman, and the reason he liked Batman was because he could solve problems... He was kind of hidden away, so he wasn't a really flamboyant character. And if this is wrong, then all of you who like superheroes, you can all correct me. But anyway, whatever superhero he was, was kind of like a more quiet person, no superpowers, relied on a lot of gadgets, and made the world a better place. And so then the big reveal was the people that you admire are actually the superpower traits that you carry yourself. And so for this person, it was like, oh, you are, you're not a painfully shy individual, but you're not somebody who would ever be like, what I really want to do is speak from the stage. You know, it's like, I would love to publish articles and get them ranked on Google so that people can buy the home that they want to buy and sort of make people's life better through that form of technology. And that's exactly what he does. I mean, it was like kind of uncanny and awesome. And so (laughs) I'm not going to speak about the quick-witted part for Elizabeth Bennett, but I will say I have always been known for knowing what I want and just going for it. So (laughs) it was, it was interesting to see the other people that I had said I really liked and to be like, oh, I see what you did there. Okay. Very interesting. So I say all of that because I honestly think there are gifts for us in that exercise that the Lord has for us. And so if I were to take the character of Nehemiah, there were several things that I knew about him already. He was a good friend. The king, when he heard that Nehemiah wanted to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, asks this kind of pathetic and plaintive question like, how soon will you be back? You know, and you're like, oh, you really liked him. You guys were friends, you know, like I'm going to miss my friend while he's away. 
And I really liked that Nehemiah was a man of prayer. I thought that was so beautiful. He's very clear spoken. So he would not have been the one who writes Psalm 119. It, his prayers are much more like, remember me, oh God, for my good. And then you kind of get the sense of him like, and done with that. And I'm moving on to do things well. He also is such a good administrator. He could figure out what was the problem and solve it. And I remember Paul Van Hosen at one point saying something like, I think the gift of administration is either the most underappreciated, but I think he said the most underrepresented gift in the kingdom of God. And yet it's so necessary. So there were these aspects of Nehemiah that I loved. But as I've been thinking more about Nehemiah, I asked the Lord, Lord, is there more? And it was almost like the Lord was sitting in heaven, like, I've been waiting for you to ask. Let me share. And he started to pour out these beautiful revelations around who Nehemiah was and what Nehemiah did and how he was able to do it with excellence. That sense of like, you are going to work with a sword in one hand and with your whatever, trowel in the other. Like, you are going to have to be both a warrior and a worker in order to make this happen. And then the fact that he had such confidence, both in who he was, but also in his relationship with the king, that when surrounding people would say to him, oh, I'm going to tell on you, I'm going to go and deliver a false report to the king, he would be kind of like, okay, like, knock yourself out if that sounds fun to you, but it's not going to do anything. It's sort of like, why do you think that the king and I, who have a close bond of friendship, are, why do you think that any anyone random from the outside who clearly has a conflict of interest is going to be more believed than me, his trusted friend? It's like ludicrous. And then his ability to make use of what he had. I think about this, like, there he was, his main curriculum vitae, his main reason for being hired for this job was that he had not yet already died. (laughs) He was the cupbearer and his role was to sample the king's food for poison. And so the fact that he hadn't yet been poisoned was what got him the job. But what's amazing though, is that's sort of the funny way to put it. But the reality is he had been with the king. So he had been watching, he had been observing, he'd been looking at what statesman's craft looked like. And then was willing and able to utilize all of that kind of background information or all of that information he'd gained in the background when it was time for him to step to the forefront. So he had been in a place of hiddenness and then was able to step to a place of authority. That's beautiful to me. I love that. And so the this was so precious, this time with the Lord, where he was kind of like, oh yeah, let me tell you more about Nehemiah. But I think the beautiful thing is that's available to any of us. So if you were to go to the Lord and be like, Lord, why do I really like Batman? He would be like, oh, I'm so happy you asked. Let me tell you about how you're like Batman and the things that make me happy about you that I am excited for you to bring to the world. Yeah. And so, Lord, I love this exercise. I love this set of gifts that you give around who we like and why we like them. And so, Lord, I'm asking that you would pour out on your people the ability and the excitement to be able to see what it is that you are doing 
in any given situation that you that the the people and the characters the things that call to us that you would speak to us like why why do we like those and then you would answer and tell us (laughs) tell us about who we are and who we are in our relationship with you thank you jesus amen